Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today, we are continuing our Hollywood Scandals Week by jumping ahead to the 90s and the early 2000s, diving into the intricate web of love, divorce, and no less than six children. Yep, today we're talking about Benifer 1.0 and Brangelina. I'm Sarah Wendell. I'm Alicia Rye. Welcome to Love Struck Daily, where we're bringing love scandals to your ears every single day this week. Now, let me give you and a few people a brief recap of a very dark time in gossip, which was the late and early 90s and early 2000s. There was a lot of slut shaming. The narrative about women was terrible. It's a dark, dark time. It was really not good. It was bad. I do not recommend you go back and read gossip from that time. Mm -mm. But Benefer 1.0 was Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. I would say Brennifer. Just to differentiate. Brennifer. So it's Brad. Brennifer is Brad and Jennifer. Yeah. Because you may be familiar with other... B names and Jennifers. There's a lot of Jennifers. Right. And I will tell you, there's also a lot of Sarahs, but no one makes mm. portmanteaus out of Sarah. And I'm very, very grateful. I mean, it would be like Bera. It would be, a little, yeah, right. would be like, annoying. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that sounds a, right. A, like a portmanteau of Adam and me would be like Adara. And that's just not, that's <laughs> just not very exciting. Who knows? Who knows? But Berenifer got married in July 2000. And they were massive, massive celebrities mm-hmm. at that time. And celebrity was a little different then. We didn't have Instagram. We didn't have TikTok. We didn't have direct channels of communication and celebrities. Narratives were controlled largely by PR and studios. And it was a completely different time. Again, not a great one. Well, then, dun, 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 in 2004, 
Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie filmed a movie called Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And allegedly they went to Bone Town. That's very, that's an elegant way of putting it. I like that. What, they went to Bone Town and he cheated on her? Yeah, like they, they traveled to Bone Town. Like it's like they took a ticket. They traveled. They took a journey on, on, on tour to Bone Town. Yeah. Yeah, they went to Bone Town. And then rumors began to spread and Brad and Jennifer announced that they were separated in 2005. She filed for divorce, cited irreconcilable differences. They got divorced. And then in January of 2006, Brad and Angelina announced they're expecting their first baby after adopting children from various countries. And now they've got six kids and now they're getting divorced. Yeah. And every now and again, you'll see press coverage of Brad and Jennifer. Are they getting back together? Spoiler. Yeah. No. (laughs) They like smile. They like smile at each other. And people are like, oh, my God, they're getting back together. I know. Like, come on. Today, we have an extremely special guest. I'm so excited. So we are so excited. Ah! Oh, my gosh. To welcome Ashley Hamilton with her co-host, Claire Parker. Ashley is one of the hosts behind Celebrity Memoir Book Club, an Instagram account and podcast and TikTok devoted to exploring celebrity biographies and memoirs so you don't have to. Ashley is joining us today and tomorrow to get all of the biggest scandals in Hollywood over the last two decades. Get ready. It's very dishy. Welcome, Ashley. I'm a big fan of Celebrity Memoir Book Club. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> We're so excited. And we and we love everything you do. I'm I'm a huge fan of celebrity scandals. I know Sarah's a huge fan of celebrity scandals. Uh and the book club is so great because it's not like you're reporting on anything that they haven't put out in the world themselves, right? Yeah, so that was one of our reasons for starting it. So our origin story, I guess, like this is our third podcast that we've done. And our first podcast um years ago was called Hold On One Second. We're talking about Britney Spears. And then we were like, we want to get back to talking about celebrities, but in a way that like doesn't feel like an invasion of privacy. Like the all of the 2000s, like Y2K pop culture stuff that was like paparazzi stalking and ruining the lives of women and like twisting Mm. horrific narratives about how hard they are to work with when they just get sick of them. Like there's so much, there's so many major stories about female superstars Mm. that when you really look into what happened, you're like, what the, like, why was she the villain? Like, why did we let that happen? And it's because we didn't really know any better. And the people controlling the news cycle were evil. So anyway, we were like, the best way to handle this is to talk about celebrities in their own words, like using their own words. And if they wrote it down or if they co-signed it, even if they don't write their own memoir, it's still like, quote unquote, by them. They signed off on this being their story. We can talk shit however much we want. <laughs> <laughs> I found you actually on TikTok, which you guys use really well and are very good at because I initially found you after the John Mulaney, Olivia Munn debacle. And it is so easy sometimes like, like with Olivia where her words are so damning on their own that you don't need to do anything. Yeah. We always say that a lot of people caught a pretty bad vibe from her and didn't really know why. (laughs) And then when you really look into what she says, you're like, Oh, well, there it is. There it is. (laughs) Well, we wanted to talk to you today uh, about a pretty famous couple from the OOs, I'd say 90s OOs, um, and that is Brangelina. Yes. So so give us, well, Brangelina slash 
Brennifer. <laughs> I don't know what the <laughs> what was the Jennifer Aniston Brad Pitt. Oh, Benifer. Benifer. Oh, also what Benifer. Was that? Not Wait, the famous no. Benifer though. There was like a couple Benifers. I guess there were a couple Benifers. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Ben Affleck had two of them because he was a two Jennifer. Right. Correct. Well, two and then back to the first one. So yeah, three. It was, it was three. <laughs> Two and a half benefits right, for that two, one man. Two and a quarter for that one man. And then let's say let's say Brennifer, just to keep it sure. a, little bit, a little bit. So where where does the story start? And like where where do you guys come in? Like whose memoir did you read and how did you get into this? This is one that we don't really have a lot of like memoir backstory on mm-hmm. it because they're all notoriously private until they're not. Right. So this is one that I'm we just, I feel like it was so part of the zeitgeist that, again, mm-hmm. this is another story where, like, you look at how the media treated Jennifer Aniston after all this happened, and yeah. you're like, what did we yeah. agree to? That was so, I mean, to this day, people are like, this poor, poor woman can't have a baby, and it's like, maybe no. she doesn't want one. Or maybe she does, right. and you saying that is really hurting her. I'm like, why? stop saying that. Either way. Having gone through infertility, I saw an interview with her recently, and I remember the picture. She was lying by the pool looking effortlessly fabulous, as usual. And she said something like she cut herself off, but she said something like, what if I can't? What if I don't? What if I can't? And then and that made it into print. And as someone who dealt with people out, when are you guys going to have a baby? Mm -hmm. Like, I just had a miscarriage. Could you please f- off now? Mm-hmm. You know, is not a thing I can say to family. When she said that, I thought, oh, honey, this is horrible. And you're right. The early 2000s were a very dark time. Yeah, very dark. In um, Gabrielle Union's book, she talks about that situation where when yes. she and Dwayne Wade were trying to conceive and she couldn't. She had a couple of miscarriages and she was like at the doctor you know, at her fertility doctor trying to like figure out a plan and people were constantly saying like, are you pregnant? Are you pregnant? I think you are. Like you said with Jennifer Aniston, even now people talk about, oh, it's so sad she didn't yeah. have a baby. And, she, and, and I was like, now if people choose that they don't want to have children, they constantly have to justify that choice yeah. to random strangers who are not entitled to that. Yeah, it's too much. It's exhausting. So like My I virus is not public domain. Yeah. And also like some days I'm just well fed and I take a photo and I post it and I don't want everyone commenting on my belly but it happens yeah it's it's amazing like people feel really entitled when it comes to any woman whether they like you know you have like a parasocial relationship with who you don't know but you watch on instagram or tiktok and you think like i have a i have a right to know about their uterus like i have a right to be a part of their fertility journey and it's 10 times worse i'm sure for anybody on tv or or movies and especially like such a long running show like friends i mean And then her life seemed – well, here's the thing that's really interesting about Brad and Jen and Angelina is that we – their relationships have all been, like, such a major part of the zeitgeist, but none of their relationships have been hyper-public. If you really think about what we know about their relationships, it's, like, only ever been what was fed to us very specifically in – extremely curated like magazine Mm. layouts i don't think they've ever had any sort of behind the scenes like on the loose moments like they've had a couple interview swipes at each other where you're like that was definitely not choreographed like that was definitely not on purpose i don't think Mm. he meant to reveal that or she meant to reveal that 
but we don't really know. They're not like there hasn't been like a leak of a phone call with one of them crying. It's only ever been like what we see on red carpets. Yeah. And then a couple little tidbits from interviews and everyone but like they're they're just one of the most famous couples that has ever existed. Existed, yeah. And so uh, Brad and Jennifer just to give people an idea of the timeline. Brad and Jennifer met in 1994. Uh they got married in 2000. And then in 2004 Brangelina met on and became Brangelina, basically on the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. What I love in our timeline is that our researcher also included that in 2001, Brad guest starred on Friends. And I vividly remember that episode. Like, I was not a huge Friends fan, but my roommate was at the time. And I remember when he walked out and my roommates were so excited. They're like, oh, my God, that's so like it was like her private life was kind of bleeding into this very popular show. That whole episode was such a wink at the audience with like it him was. being the I heart Rachel, the I hate Rachel Green club. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so funny because he loves Rachel Green. Get right. it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, like okay. oh my God, it's hilarious because they're really in love. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. What I was going to say is I think that, okay, here's the thing is obviously we don't know a single thing about their relationship other than mm-hmm. what we've been given. It's not right. one of those relationships where like that like kind of existed on social media nowadays. And so nowadays we like see more of couples together were like, oh, they like really seem so in love because they're always like Instagramming each other, uh, no Mm. makeup, you know? Like then I think it was really easy because they were such a like golden couple, Mm -hmm. just like truly the two prettiest people in the world combined to create the prettiest couple in the world. And you're like, of course. And then it was so easy to project anything you wanted onto them. Like whatever you thought a perfect couple should be, like that's how you imagined them. And everyone had this thing in their head of like, this is the ideal couple because they are everything I want to be because we didn't know anything about what they actually were like. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they argued all the time. We don't know anything. All we know yeah, is like these gorgeous shots of them wearing like iconic outfits. Yes. And they got matching highlights. I remember very clearly yes. the press coverage of their matching highlights. I was right. Like, okay. Everyone was like, oh, that's perfect. A perfect couple has matching hair. <laughs> yes. And I, I have to say, like, how well they handled – because, I mean, obviously Brad and Angelina met on the set of a movie when he was still married to Jennifer Aniston. But I feel like the excitement around Brad and Angelina getting together kind of drowned out the fact that you probably definitely cheated on Jennifer, oh, right? Yeah. Or at least or at least their timelines overlapped. And maybe I'm like misremembering that. I don't know. But I feel like the public outcry there wasn't that big. I mean, there was like the team Angelina, team Jennifer, yeah. team Jen shirts. I think that it, people like kind of viewed Angelina as like a saucy homewrecker. Mm-hmm. They were like, look at this sex pot. And her public narrative was so weird. She had such a weird public narrative. She had the Billy Bob, we drink each other's blood and we just had sex in the limo. There was the thing with her brother. I mean, her public narrative has been consistently like weird. It was just like always so provocative. Yeah. And then Jennifer Aniston was always so like all American gal. And so then I think everyone like who had been like obsessed with Brad and Jen, there were some people who were like, of course he's going to go for this bona fide sex pot. And then other people were like, but what about the perfect family with the white picket fence? Why don't we want this? The American dream is crumbling. Yeah. There's a little bit of projection there, huh? A lot, I think. <laughs> it's it's so interesting to me because I do feel like Angelina's in, like invested a ton of money and resources into cleaning up her image, both like simultaneously of meeting 
Brad and before it where she like became a global ambassador and was traveling the world. And then, you know, they adopted their children together. And it did feel like it was like they were two polar opposites, these two women. You know, like we have somebody who's kind of homegrown. We have somebody who's saving the world. And, you know. Yeah. But it, it was it's it's just it is so interesting to me. And it's they get married, right? Like they get engaged and they get married. And then I remember there was like a magazine spread that they did where basically Angelina was like, I met the love of my life on this movie set. And, you know, and afterwards, I think somebody like shoved a mic in Jennifer's face and she's like, well, that didn't feel great. <laughs> like, she's, yeah, yeah. She's, that was really not cool. Yeah. Like, you know what? Good for you. It wasn't. <laughs> There was one interview where he, like, kind of called Jennifer boring. Oh, I remember that. was really kind of like what everyone was thinking was the problem. But here's the thing. Yeah. I think there is a lot of narrative about the team, Jen, team, Angelina. Like, it's always, like, which woman did Brad, the perfect man, want? Mm. Everyone thinks they want this all-American girl, but then this, like, saucy humanitarian comes along and you're like, oh, I want to – like, she's hot. I feel like people forget to question if Brad is crazy. And now we're going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. The story will continue. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. 
So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. There have been a lot of like low-key stories that get buried very quickly. If you oh, really yeah. look into Brad Pitt... He was, like, accused of abusing his sons. He has, like, been accused of pretty severe alcoholism, which I'm not saying makes you a bad person or makes you untrustworthy. I just, like, think that that is of note. I don't mean, like, that makes him crazy. But there are a lot, a lot of stories that have, like, a tiny, tiny blip on the radar about Brad. And then they get buried immediately. Like, his PR team is very talented and they do a lot of great work. But I don't know. I'm, like, sure, it could be, like, about – whether this perfect man wants the blonde girl or the brunette girl, but it also might be like, this is an unstable man who's hard to be married to. And maybe he and Jen had a lot of problems and she wanted out. And then on set, he met Angelina and was like, let's do this. And it looked like, you know what I mean? Like we don't know any of the behind the scenes of it really. And like, there's one narrative that's been pushed heavily and it's that Brad cheated because why wouldn't he? Like that's the story they pushed is like, of course, look at her, look at Angelina. She's gorgeous. Yeah. And it's like, maybe though, relationships end. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the part, by the way, of like what I love about what you do. The celebrity narrative is always multiple narratives, right? Like there's always the public narrative and the, and the sanctioned narrative and the PR narrative. And then there's what's Mm -hmm. actually happening. And sometimes those are like nine miles apart. Yeah. Like I think that one story that people just never really talk about is like maybe. Brad is hard to be married to. Yeah. Oh, the devil you and say. Maybe a bad person. Maybe like, he just sucks. <laughs> maybe he is abusive. Maybe he just sucks. Like again, I don't know him. I don't know them, but like I don't know. He seems yeah. like that GQ shoot he did where he was in the pink sweater like rolling through the desert. He seems unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. And he So did you read the the Ian Halpern book? The Brangelina, the untold story of of Brad and Angelina. Oh, he I mean, he just accuses Brad of like cheating and stuff like that. But it was it was interesting. I believe it. Yeah. And and he did. I mean, they got divorced. Brangelina is done. I hope Angelina is happy. We don't hear a lot from her. Like she is very also very tight. But I mean, she looks happy and Jennifer looks very happy, I gotta say. Like Jennifer She just looks amazing. She looks amazing. Like she looks like she's having the love, like just loving life right now. And I'm very happy for and her. And I don't know how she does it. And then that's the thing is that was hard when her and Justin Thoreau got divorced and everyone was mm-hmm. like, Wow, she can't hang on to a man, can she? And yeah. it's just like because the abuse stuff is alleged, 
And I don't want to like count it into what we know of the situation of the confirmed things that have happened as a result of this situation. I will say like one of the hardest parts to watch is like the narrative of Jennifer Aniston being pathetic. Yeah. Constant. Which was like absolutely a result of this situation. It's that everyone decided Jennifer Aniston is pathetic and it keeps getting hammered in. Everyone's like, well, she couldn't hold on to Brad Pitt because she's too boring. And then she ended up with Justin Thoreau and he left her immediately, probably because she's boring. She can't have a baby. She can't keep a husband. This sad, sad bitch. And it's like, look at her. She's incredible. She's glowing. She's amazing. She's probably fine. Yeah, she's doing fine. She's got a vino moisturizer. She's got smart water. She's collecting her vino money. She did a smart water commercial with puppies. Like, she's fine. She's good. (laughs) Like, she seems fun and chill, not boring. Yeah. Like, just vibing. Yeah. She seems like she's just relaxed and counting her friend's money. So I'm happy for her. <laughs> Do you think this would have played out differently if it were to happen today in the age of, like, Instagram and TikTok and all these social Ooh. media apps? It's a good question. I think definitely. I think we would have been monitoring the follow and the unfollow. I think that there would have been, like... <laughs> I think that there's always a weird moment, especially because of the way that Brad and Jen have like re-found a sort of cordial friendship and everyone's been like obsessed with it in this insane way. Being like, I mean, the amount of people who are like, oh my God, maybe they'll get back together. I'm just like, do we not remember how he cheated on her, left her, and then called her boring in the press? Like that is really, really mean. That's not a win. Like what he did was mean. It's mean, yeah. It wouldn't have been the exact same like weird like, what the hell is going on story, but it probably would have been either, like, psycho messy or mm-hmm. it would have been, like, just, like, a very coordinated, like, anna- like notes app announcement. Yes. Like, we have decided to amicably end our marriage, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there would have been the feed premiere of Brangelina. Yeah. And then there would have been the, like, hard launch of some other – I don't know. It would have been like a weird thing to look at. Here's what my my prediction would have been. And I, I take this purely off of – not to make everything about Olivia Munn, but purely off of John Mulaney and Olivia Munn and Anna uh, Tendler, who, you know, kind of had a similar kind of messy breakup, you know, maybe messier, I would say. But John Mulaney's people were really good at keeping his image like pristine, I think, in a lot of ways. And then it kind of went off the rails with this. And I think part of the reason is that Anna Marie Tendler had access to TikTok and like rapidly was able to show like I'm thriving, like I am living the best life here in my Victorian mansion and and just going about her day to day stuff and being funny and relatable and getting people yeah. like, quickly on her side. So I do wonder if if Jennifer Aniston had, had access directly to the public the way people do now. Yeah. And people would have been like really like stalking for those first pictures oh, yeah. of Brad and Angelina. And then yeah. she would have been able to just like come on and be like, no stress. I'm just making smoothies. Yeah. Just rubbing my Avino in and I'm great. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think it might have that would that would be my prediction, but it's hard to know. So but it is it's I love that we're talking about this like 20 years later. I just think that it's such a timeless story. It was just such a weird one where everyone was like this is the perfect couple and maybe the only couple, the only couple yeah. that's ever existed as far as I'm concerned and then all of a sudden it like went away. This has been so fascinating. Tomorrow we're going to switch to a beautiful 2000s 
funny couple. It's, of course, Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris, and and I'm really excited about that conversation. So thank you so much, Ashley. This has been quite a treat, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> Alicia? Yeah. Do you have tea in your <laughs> I, house? I have tons of tea. Because I think we need more tea. <laughs> I think we do. I think we need more tea. Tomorrow, <laughs> we're going to sit down with Ashley again for even more tea about Hollywood scandal. Now, if you have yes. a favorite scandal, you can email us at lovestruckdaily at frolic.media. Listen, if you just want to tell us your family scandal, I totally want to hear it. I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. Please leave us a review if you enjoyed this episode. We would absolutely love it if you did. And we will see you back here tomorrow for piping hot Hollywood tea. Our researcher is Jesse Epstein. Our editor is Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler and Little Scorpion Studios with executive producer Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. We wish you a very satisfying happily ever after. with you.